Yo, yo, yo. What's up, everybody? Mojack's boys come back at you here a little late this evening. We're down. Uh, COVID finally affected us a little bit. Our first casualty. Yeah, Bubba. We lost. Well, I shouldn't say that, but <laughs> didn't lose <laughs> Bubba. Alive. He's alive, but uh, he did. Uh, he did get the well, vid. We think. Well, actually, we don't. We think he is. Yeah, because he stopped responding. Let's be honest. He really just took a ten-day vacation to play Fortnite. Yeah, I mean, right? he hasn't he left that. He hasn't left. He literally goes, "Yeah, everything seems to be working well enough to play Fortnite." <laughs> like you're playing Fortnite every <laughs> freaking day and night. Yeah, that's what's happening. But I had a man. Well, according to my wife, I had a man cold, but I I was the I was on my deathbed like uh, Sunday basically. I was hundred percent like convinced I had COVID. I had every symptom. And I go now. I've I've gotten lucky, boys. I've only had to get tested like a couple, like a handful of times. Some of y'all, get, I think Asbury goes for fun, but I. <laughs> so Sunday, I mean, it was one of those like all the symptoms in the world. Plus, I was groggy as, as crap. I felt drunk, so I really probably shouldn't have drove anyways. But Audrey wasn't going to get in the car with me, and she since she says go down to the Cabell Health Board. They have the saliva test because she knows I hate that freaking. Uh, ramrod or whatever but you have a nose one yeah but i get almost all the way down there and she called was like i don't know what i was thinking it's sunday they're they're not open look awesome so <laughs> i go to med express and i i hadn't been there i didn't know the process is everything's changed pull in there i said i just like i'm like what what's going on here i get out and it says call them i was like oh i just sat in the car call them they freaking uh said so it was like 11 30 all, all our morning uh uh, appointments are full i'm like all right well it's 11 30 it's, it's going to be afternoon in like 30 minutes just give me one of those she's like we don't start, start scheduling those till one i'm like yeah this is a disaster here so then i'm getting now i'm getting hangry so wife sends me to taze valley med express so i call them and i eventually i mean i sat in my car forever but i actually fell asleep in my car i'm, I'm out there like an hour and a half finally get in there and the nurse he was the most thorough freaking swab I've ever like even heard. Not only was it jammed as far as you could, he did the circle and counted one one thousand, two one all the way to five. <laughs> then he says, "I get get your second nostril," and I'm like, "Are you kidding me, dude? Like you, you didn't get enough?" I said, "Listen, yeah. <laughs> if I got the vid in one nostril, it's gonna be in the other nostril." So he starts hey. he starts doing that one, and he goes while he's doing it, he says. Have you had a deviated septum before? I said, I, I don't even know what that means. He's like, well, it's, you gotta, it's crooked up in there. Like, it's hard for me to, I'm like, geez, pull the thing out, please. Maybe that's why you snore. <laughs> yeah, probably. So then I wait like five minutes, 10 minutes, 15, start texting Audra because anything medical that I don't like, I blame her since she's a doctor. Because I mean, you know, what's, yeah. why, why not? And I'm like, all right, this is absurd. I've been in here like almost 20 minutes, haven't heard a peep. She's like, oh, calm down. I'm like, no, this is ridiculous. I said, I get to the 30-minute mark. This door's coming open. <laughs> I had right at the 30-minute mark, the doctor comes in. I was like, well, I got it. Why would a doctor come in? And, oh, jeez. Are you still there, Brent? Yeah, I'm here. It's freaking Asbury. We lost him. He doesn't He doesn't understand that we. I have to call him back, but, oh, Lord. Hang on. How do you hang up? What? A- All right, well, we got Asbury back, so. Anyways, the doctor said comes in and was like, your rapid test was negative. And I was like, yes. I literally go, yes. And she goes, 
I wouldn't say that. She said, you, you have all the symptoms, so we're going to do the PCR test. I was like, okay, cool. She goes, yeah, go ahead and pull your mask down. I said, pull my mask down? So just just use that other swab. <laughs> I was like, what do you mean? Oh, she, goes, go back up there she goes, no, we got to swab you again. I said, you got to be kidding me. I said, you just swab me. I said, just I'm sure there's plenty of juices on that last one. Just use that one. And she's like laughing, but I'm not laughing. <laughs> She's like, she goes, it, it won't be as bad, it, I'm telling you. And so she does it, both nostrils. I'm like, come on, man. This is ridiculous. But it, it did come back negative. I mean, I was certain I had it because I was like, if I don't have it, and I now that I know I didn't have it, if I get it, boys, just go ahead and dig my grave. I Because I, if that was a cold, I couldn't even move. <laughs> yep. That's how us men, we are sissies when it comes time to get a fever or something like that. My wife says, she said, I came back negative. I told her, she goes, all right. She goes, yeah, I, you had a man, you have a man cold. I'm like, shut up. <laughs> We're like, seriously, you have a man cold. I said, why would you know? You have zero sympathy. I said, if you get my man cold, I'm out of here. Like, I'll be, I'll be partying. You can, you can have fun, but, or you can sit there while I'm having fun. She's like, what are you talking about? She's like, I was just letting you rest. I'm like, you got to check on me, man. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but anyways, uh, we pretty pretty well. After a couple of days, I felt pretty good, and actually went and worked out tonight. So, did a little boxing, boys. You know, feeling better. Yeah, had a little bit of energy, but just had my dinner, two pop tarts. <laughs> yeah, I'm hard. I'm 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 dying. I'm definitely dying. I, uh, I mean, that's I don't usually eat pop tarts, but I just realized I hadn't eaten. We're getting ready to do the podcast, and I'm like, well, it's almost 10 o'clock. I probably should eat something. So I go yeah. in there, I'm like, I haven't had Pop-Tart forever, so anybody know what flavor? What's the best flavor of Pop-Tart? I know Asbury will be wrong with this, but... I'm wrong, brown sugar. What did he say? Brown sugar cinnamon, is that what you said? Yeah, brown sugar cinnamon. Yeah, that's, flavor that's what it was. I thought for sure he'd say some, you know, like grape with the stripes or something, you know. No, the only flavor of Pop-Tart is... It really is. There for a while, like my chocolate. kids would, yeah, as I say, my kids would like like chocolate, and they have like double chocolate or s'mores. It's not, it's, I know, but it's not like a, it's more of like just a snack or whatever, like a little dessert or something, but, yep. Yeah, still dieting, down some. I think Eisenberg and I are both down, uh, I'm down, I'm down a little, little more than 10 since the start of uh, January, actually third, so today's the third. Asbury, you're down more than that, though, aren't you? I got, I got down 16. Right now, I'm down about 14. I need to get back on track a little bit. Uh oh. <laughs> What's that mean? What's that mean? What do you have? Oh, well, today I had a pizza bread. <laughs> he worked too close. I had to give Geno's a little love. That is yeah. true. As we were recording, you had to give Geno's some love. My problem was, it's going to be, we started, so... Everybody knows bigger than travel baseball. Daughter started travel volleyball, and every one of those are overnights, and they're like uh, majority are Columbus, Cincinnati area. Well, I mean, what do you do when you go to Columbus? You eat. So you eat. I mean, we go up there. Our hotel is in the same lot as Texas Roadhouse. I mean, come on. Like, I'm not going. <laughs> I'm not going to have Texas Roadhouse right next to us. So we had uh, the next day was City Barbecue. Y'all had City Barbecue. Delicious, delicious. It's up near. It's mostly in Ohio, but um, and then you're stuck at a volleyball 
which my first experience volleyball. I don't know. I know Asbury, I knew Asbury's daughter play, but I don't think she did travel, right? Travel, yeah. Yeah. So it's it's a it's a different animal. There's tons of teams, and it's a lot of them are just one day, and they'll play like you know eight to ten matches in one day. And we did make the championship of the the silver bracket, so we basically played as many as you could. And well, they had Chick Fil A sandwiches at the concession. <laughs> <laughs> And they kept yeah, their they kept their uh, candy chilled, which I was like, I mean, that's it, that's it for me. So I was done for. So uh, and Beck or uh, Ranzen hasn't helped with all, all y'all's diets. He hit everybody up for Krispy Kreme certificates and donuts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that's all right. I mean, I we just we just did it to help him. I won't eat them. My kids will will eat those. I don't like the <laughs> the fundraising ones are different though, aren't they? Because like they're like no. The ones, See, that's what's good about these. They're the, they're the real ones? Certificate. You go pick up your, oh. you, you, certificate. You go pick up your own. Well, no. I, I, I'm going to deliver the people that live far away. Asbury's just getting his own certificate because oh. he works right there. So I'll go get yours. Oh, so you really do. Okay. So, you know, back in the day, it used to be like the ones you get in the stores. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. they're not even yeah. the, they're not even the same glaze or whatever. So uh, that is going to be hard to pass up then. Although, <laughs> I tell y'all, I tell you what now. Jolly Pirates donuts are, they're pretty good. They're good. They're pretty good. Yeah. Yep. We had, that's another thing we had up there. It was right next to us, Jolly Power donuts. Oh, God. Yep. Good stuff. Well, we're six minutes in. We haven't talked I'll about anything. Honest, and I'm going to be honest with you. Hey, I got to be honest with you. I didn't even know Jolly Pirate was a chain. I thought the one in Huntington was the only one. Well, I, I really didn't I know did. either, to be honest with you. I, I didn't. I saw it up there and I was like, oh, man. And it's what's funny is we saw it the night we pulled in. The kids wanted hibachi. We also had hibachi. And so after that, oh, yeah, it was bad. It was, it was a bad. And, and but everywhere I ate, I, I did try to get like the healthiest thing on the menu. Like I got grilled chicken at Roadhouse and uh, pulled chicken. But I, the problem is, is I ate tons of the food. So, but my, we go to the hotel, my parents, we're like in our heads thinking, we'll have to get Jolly Pirates tomorrow morning. They already got two dozen. They're like, we go ahead and got donuts for tomorrow. They're right there. So I'm like, oh, <laughs> dessert Friday night. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, that's it. That's all we got, boys. See you. <laughs> no, we got to talk basketball. Yeah. So, you know, I shouldn't be upset. Yeah, I shouldn't be upset because we did pretty much predict that we – probably wouldn't win a game in January. But the way it, the way it happens is just, as a Mountaineer fan, it's so frustrating. Obviously, can, uh, Kansas, we, had, we were never in that game. Was it? What? Yeah, Kansas, yeah. Um, first time, first go-around with Baylor, they were – well, they were actually shorthanded both times, I guess. But we basically, basically led most of those Baylor matchups, right, the, pretty much the entire game. Am I uh, right the, about that? The one at Baylor was – Almost half and half. It was like okay. Okay. For both of us. But both of them, um, we were right there. Wow. I felt like we kind of gave the, the second Baylor game away. I mean, we we should have won that one, but we can we can get into that. And then, uh, but anyways, the Oklahoma one is inexcusable. I mean, they they had lost like what four or five in a row. We we get them at home. I was packed. at that one. Guys. Yeah, you were not only at that one; you were right behind the bench. Oh, so. I had great seats. Great seats. Yep. Yeah, well, uh, I heard you on TV. Yeah, you probably did hear me. I was. No, he's certain. He's certain. No, I know. 
for one hundred percent that it was you. <laughs> what I say? Uh, I think it was like you got to be shitting me. <laughs> yeah. uh, it was, guys. I mean, it was just. I, I don't know. That one was the most disappointing one. That's the most disappointing one. I will say one, this. The difference in this team and the one like three years ago that when he kicked off Issa and all that stuff, we were getting blown out. Like, killed. And they didn't even look like they cared. This guy, this team's at least playing hard. You know what I mean? It's like, and we're in games. We just don't have the talent to finish them this year. And we knew we, we did. The size and the talent's killing us. Yeah. Well, and then and Taz, Taz getting COVID at the beginning of that stretch didn't help, and he was clearly not back for multiple well, games. See, that's the thing with, with and then with, he got and then he got knocked the crap out. Well, yeah. Let's before we get there though, the whole thing with COVID and you see all these athletes getting it. It's becoming like the new concussion thing. Where like we don't nobody bats an eye. Like oh, that kid had COVID. That kid had concussion. They're back, but they're not back. I mean, honestly, he probably shouldn't even have played the first game. It was brutal. Was that the Was that the first game? Probably not. And then he really, I mean, he's back now for sure. But I mean, it was several weeks after he got quote unquote cleared, I guess. But uh, but yeah, and then no one last night. Well, it was Monday night, a couple nights ago, when he he was going off, and uh, you guys, one of y'all can describe what happened, I guess, but. Well, listen, that was like, it happened right in front of, guess who? Higgins. Higgins. John Higgins. Higgins. And, like, it was inadvertent. Well, the guy didn't do it on purpose, but it doesn't matter. Like, most still fouls flagrant, aren't, right? like, always on purpose. Yeah, but, but isn't that. Him right in the face. Yeah, and the, isn't that still, like, a flagrant one, even when it's not on purpose? I mean, right? Yeah. They didn't, they didn't stop the play. Not, any, not anymore. They changed the Oh, rule. okay. All right, well. So, like, it should have went to the monitor when they saw clearly something happened. They would have just called it uh, incidental, and they, it wouldn't have been anything. But yeah, there used to be any contact to the head was basically flagrant, and they changed that rule because it got out of hand. Okay. But still, the fact that the fact that they didn't even go look at it, he yeah. was clearly knocked out. Yeah. I mean, boys. I mean, he was square in the jaw. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how how uh, deep we want to get with this talk, but uh, I think we've got way bigger issues going on with with, with W basketball. We kind of alluded to it where a couple episodes ago, where our beloved Huggins. I mean, just at, at this point, he there was a mistake with Oscar. I mean, it's just the bottom line. I mean, yeah. we yeah. and I have to be all of us do too. We have to eat our words because it's pretty clear. Whatever was going on, and I'm sure his handlers and all that, and we got pretty fired up, and I, I I stick my guns on that, but it still was it's ultimately a mistake. Not because he's how good he's playing, but because I still say he essentially him and Derek, they were real close to the same player. I think his people still were saying it's just it's not a good fit for you. You're not growing, you're not showing what you can do. I mean, Culver's like a rebound machine, you guys are splitting the stats, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, supposedly he came by kind of lazy out of shape. But, you know, Hugs ultimately stuck with Culver, who, you know, let's just face it, basically screwed us, screwed him over. Um, yep. So that happened. And then 
you know, we can talk about and we can sit here and fantasize about Deuce being on this team and dropping. Yeah, just like the last Yeah, I, and, and, uh, I mean, it's just every night. I mean, the G League, the G League again. I was talking to a guy who really knows basketball. He like he co- he coaches at a prep school, um, and he was telling me he and I, I made a comment to him. I said, "Man, could you imagine Deuce on our team? That G League is, you know." Could you? He's what he's doing. That that's similar to college. He said similar to college. He said, Justin, those that G League is. It's all like your best players of college. That's just the the few that go to the NBA. He's like that's a better. You're just seeing better competition. He's dropping forty to almost triple doubles with forty points every freaking time he plays. So he's yeah. like you, you. You have no idea. He was just hitting his peak with for us. So. Oh yeah. yeah, we can talk about that. But the bottom line is, we had all these people. We had these people leave. We he did finally hit the transfer portal. Overall, it's I mean Malik. I mean it's just been. I I would just say the review on that's been kind of mixed. Um, right? I mean, do y'all agree with that? Yeah, yeah. And, and it just doesn't look good because the the guys coming in, it's just not a heavy class. And we've had you know just I on here, and we've got some, a couple of talented players, but. It's only three players because of how basketball. We is. still don't have any big men. No, zero big men. Zero. I just think we're in a world of hurt here, um, and we, I, 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 y'all know I get extremely frustrated. I can't even watch uh, the game sometimes basketball because at this point, I mean, let's just face it. They, they, they don't like Huggins. These, these refs. They're never going to give us the calls. They don't like him. I mean, <laughs> period. End of story. Any like fifty fifty, or they're never going to go our way, and so that hinders us big time. And I, I just don't know. I mean, it, it's it's getting close to time. I hate to say that, but I mean, I don't know what y'all's take on it, but it's. it's I mean, it, I don't know. I, I love I, it. I, I love him. He's like the freaking best ever. But something's got it. Maybe it's just assistance. You know, bring some younger guys in that uh, hardcore recruiters. I mean, what happened to recruiting? I mean, Huggins used to just kill it on the recruiting trail. Yeah, that is true, and we have it. I don't know if it's where we don't have a young staff anymore or what, but that's like um, – if you've noticed, though, even when we've been losing the past several press conferences have been way more positive. He's been like, oh, man, we battled not yeah, just throwing him under I did, I did see that, but I wonder if that's just if, – if he believes it or if he's like – basically somebody was like, dude, you got to stop that because, I mean, the players took to Twitter. <laughs> even Gay was like – he even made a comment like somebody said, you know, this is your head coach. And he was like shaking my head, nothing major, but basically like I see this right. crap and I'm about sick of it. You know, guy plays this with his yeah. heart out and, and, you know, everybody's getting thrown on the bus, but I don't know. Asbury, you got a take on that? Yeah. I mean, it's really hard to say. You got, you, I don't know. Maybe times you just change too much. Um, if you look back over time, his best players are ones that developed, at least at WVU. Yeah. The guys that stuck with it, developed, became really good players. You know, is that going to end uh, with, you know, the new way everything's going in college basketball and football? Maybe. Uh, I, I would like to see if he changes his philosophy a little bit on – the portal and stuff like that. I mean, guys, we're looking at up to seven 
Yeah, we only have three signed for next year, but we're going to have up to maybe seven openings. Right. Yeah. On the team next year. Yeah. Now, probably listen, six. I figure. I figure McNeil comes back. Yeah. Um, and Keedy. So Keedy and Johnson comes back. Yeah, it's possible. Back. Yeah. So even if it's five, we still got two more. You know, bots open. But I mean, not really, no, because Taz. Uh, we got a couple of those super seniors. Yeah, Taz and Gabe are gone for sure. Yeah, Paul is wrong too. I I think there's a couple that that doesn't matter if they're going to come back or not. <laughs> I think that he really was trying to put a lot into Polly early in the season. I think he's kind of given up on him if you look at his minutes the last few games. I, I would agree with uh, that. Kerrigan, Kerrigan seemed like he was out early in the year, but he's starting to get a little bit more run here lately. Um, I think Curry. Has been a spark for us off the bench, but I also think he's been detrimental. He doesn't play defense. He everything's about scoring. He has what like five assists in the last ten games. Yeah, I mean, um, I agree with that. But I mean, that's that's his game. I mean, we've had needed we've needed his scoring, but yeah, that's. I mean, like coaching's got to know that's that's what you get from him. As far as I don't, I'm saying like play yeah. harder defense, but like he's not he's. He's a score for it first, driving, slashing point guard, as opposed to you know dishing dishing out. But I just think, I mean, I don't know. It's it's just one of those things where things are very bleak, and they don't. It just there's no help on the way. I mean, I hate to talk about each specific player, but Kobe Johnson. I mean, he was a he was a pretty highly touted recruit, and usually. I mean, he's been okay at times. He'd have to really improve a whole lot to to really kind of be a huge impact. I mean, am I wrong about that? I mean, I know Deuce wasn't a huge impact his uh, first year, but no, but you could really was, see it in his first year. He was. I mean, you could see it in his first year. Yeah, like well, he, there was that tournament down in Cancun or wherever where he pretty much won the championship game against somebody. I can't remember. If y'all remember, he got hot late, and then it was like, was that his freshman? Oh, okay, that was his freshman year. Yeah, see, so he, yeah, he was I mean, showing he it. over in that game. Yeah, I, that's right. He just didn't he didn't start a lot because um, Jordan was still starting. Then that kind of transitioned. That's why I'm kind of thinking. But but yeah, I mean Kobe. I mean, and Seth Wilson, he's he's just a different, way different than I thought. First of all, and he's just a different type of a player. And again. I don't see more than I'm not. I don't want to say role players, but with basketball, you really one superstar or, or whatever, one big person <laughs> player, it changes everything. We don't have one on the way. We don't have one there for next year. I mean, Taz currently this year, Taz is the closest thing we have. But as you see, that's not even really working out. I mean, COVID and all that, but because we're lacking so bad in other areas. I mean, ooh. I yeah, it's going to be, I mean, and I think that's why he's been so positive because he knows he gets to hit the transfer portal. So if, you know, if we're in a recruiting battle and the coach says, Hey, you want a guy that talks about you like this after a loss? I mean, yeah. that was, I would do that. If I was coach, if I was recruiting against him. Well, the, the portal was it. I mean, yeah. at this point, <laughs> we, if we want to put a team on, a, on the court, we have to hit the portal. So I think that's, I mean, we're not we're not offering. I mean, I, I guess you could maybe we've done that before, a guy late or something, but that like a strange 
Well, I don't know. It'd have to be like after a coaching change or something because they're all signed at this point, right? The yeah, that uh, class or? Yes. Yeah, our current class is. Like yeah, so like, they'd all be – all the other guys would be signed. So, so 100%, I mean, I guess he had to face the facts. They'd have to hit the portal because literally we will not have – like Asper said, we barely would have enough to fill a freaking team. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So um, – we but, make the tour. You know, we got make the tournament next Saturday. No, we're not gonna make the tournament, guys. Yeah. Well, I said that early on. No. They they did surprise me. I know we didn't play that. Our competition was lacking, but still, it's hard to go whatever we were. What ten and two, eleven yeah. or something. And a couple of those teams. I mean, UConn was up to fifteenth this past week, and we, you know, so I mean, some of them Marquette's are, ranked, and Marquette's ranked, and we, you know, so we have we have some decent wins, but. It's uh, I mean, one thing is, uh, you just can't like the the both Baylor games, the Oklahoma game. If you're not still in a couple of those in the Big Twelve, it's it just never gets any easier. Period. I mean, Oklahoma's who's the worst team in the conference? I mean, who would you say? Kansas State. Yeah. So Kansas State. Okay. So I mean, we, and, and that's not going to be a pushover. <laughs> What'd you say? Is Asbury breaking up? No, I said we beat them at home, but we still have to go there. Right, and that's what I'm saying. And they only seven players. Yes, that's a, yeah. and the, and it came. <laughs> they almost beat us. Yeah, they didn't. Yeah, they, six right. guys, right? Yeah, they had seven technically. Yeah, but six. I think six scholarship. I saw. I think that's what it was. So yeah, and one coach was not their head coach. Yeah, yeah that's a, that's a good point too. Wasn't even their yeah. Wasn't even yeah, their they head beat Oklahoma. They beat Oklahoma State last night. Yeah, like a in overtime, right? Like a almost a buzzer beater. Yeah, and we beat Oklahoma State. Right in the regulation. I thought Oklahoma State looked so so bad, and then right after us, they beat who they beat Baylor or somebody and somebody big Kansas somebody. I don't remember. Uh, you go. You know that we're in last place, though, right? Yeah, I mean that's why I would ask the question: like who who is truly the worst team in the Big Twelve? I mean, I, I don't. Of course, I think it's between us and Kansas State right now, right? And Oklahoma State, I think us three are kind of, yeah, uh, probably. But you know, the, the crazy thing is, you know, Iowa, uh, Iowa State is still ranked twentieth, but they're three and six in the league. <laughs> wow, there's four teams that are three and six in the league. I don't know how long that old guy from Texas Tech, the one that took over for uh, Beard, can keep it going. But now it's looking like he was the one that was. They said he controlled the defense, and they spanked. Texas the other night. They did. Yeah, yeah. Did you watch any of that? Oh, oh my gosh. They hate Chris oh, Beard. It was great. That place was crazy. Is I should know the answer to this, but where did Beard where did he go to school? Texas or Texas Tech? He went to Texas. He's in the, he's okay. in Texas a lot. All right. So I mean, okay. Then I get that. Somebody yeah. said, is this equivalent of, of Huggins going to Pitt? But I'm like, wait a minute here. Beard went to Texas. That's what I thought. So I mean, he went yeah. home, but I get it. But yeah, that was uh, well, especially because what Hugs has said, like the fan support's not that great in Texas. There's more money, more resources, but hell, he played for a national championship. Yeah, could have won it. I mean, you know what I mean? He yeah. was right there about to win the national championship at yeah. Texas Tech. So what else? I mean, that's true. Yep. All right. Well. We've talked a lot on that, so let's let's hit up a couple topics here. Um, one thing, a couple things I want to bring up. So, 
uh, our friends over at the Final Forecast, they've been killing it on their interviews lately. They had Ollie on there, all of the luck. And then uh, Pat White, who just really doesn't give interviews that much, hardly at all, since since he played. Um, I'll 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 bring up Pat's stuff first. Um, it, man, really cool to hear, just hear him kind of go through some stuff because I don't know. I guess I didn't think at the time that I just assumed we were going to stay up that level. <laughs> I, I guess I mean I, I don't know that I don't remember saying that, but I never. Remember thinking we're gonna plummet, but man, that level that he had. It, but, but anyways, a couple of questions, and he's pretty candid. I think probably more so than he even means to be. Just I don't know if that makes sense, but if you listen to the interview, you'd, you'd understand. But they asked him a couple of different, a bunch of different questions, obviously. But they don't really do like interviews; they just kind of talk. But a couple of things that stood out. So he. Uh, obviously we know this, but uh, as we're now baseball guys, but he did not even consider, he got drafted by the angels out of high school and they, his uh, they signed bonus was 300,000. And he said hundred percent. No, he's like, I was 18 year old kid, but I knew for sure. I didn't want to do that. And my, if they, he said, I would go for a million, but I'd already knew at 18, how, how valuable an education was like for the future. So I thought that was pretty awesome. He he said that, but he goes. Um, he didn't really talk about a lot of the SECs wanting him to play different positions, which I thought was interesting. Um, he basically said the reason he loved West Virginia and committed was essentially. And if y'all remember that, I I, I started getting into recruiting then. Uh, I, I remember asking Cam Huffman, who at the time was writing for Blue Gold News, "Hey, any kind of last second." surprises and he goes they got this kid out of alabama named pat patrick white and uh he's like you know we don't know how good he is but um everybody thought he was going to sec to play defense and so he ends up basically saying he just thought everyone was super honest with him that no one he said he had a couple of smaller schools that said you can come in here you'll be our starter and they said listen we got rasheed marshall he's he's starting next year like he's our quarterback after that you can compete for the starting job. No guarantees. For whatever reason, they, he was the type of kid he liked that. So I thought that was kind of yeah. cool. But he did say, because I know you guys say this a lot, or maybe Brandon, and people say this a lot, like how good really was Rich Rod? Was he was he unbelievable coach, or did Pat White and a couple other players fall in his lap? And They made I, him. Well, they I, made I've that always, man. And I've always said, yeah, I mean, he was pretty innovative and all that. But after listening to Pat White, and this was not his intention, but everybody knows Benaric, Adam Benaric or Benaric, whatever it was, starting. And remember that game, that opening game that year, Syracuse. It was the, one of some of the worst offense you've ever seen in both teams, but we ended up winning. But barely, wasn't it like barely? Was, yeah. was barely. It was really a real bad. weird, real uh, weird score, too. So he says, you remember they, they started sort of splitting time. I wouldn't call it like it, it wasn't an even split, not even close. No, you it was remember not. that. So, but that Virginia Tech game, um, where it was Marcus Vick, and we hadn't really played him on, and we were we were down, we come back, and I remember it so vividly. They punted to us, which we would have, we would have had the ball going in for the tie. So when they punted to us, it was on like the ten yard line. We we muffed the punt. They score the next play, 
and then we didn't score, and then they got a late touchdown, and it being like 31-17. So it looked bad, but it wasn't that bad. Well, Pat – Well, play- and he, he was the one that, like, he played well. That was Slayton's yeah. coming out party, and then he had a nice long touchdown pass too. Yes. So the offense only did stuff when he was in. Yes. So after that game, he assumed he was finally the starter, and – He's like, there was no mention. It wasn't even like a thought. Like, Batten was the starter. So he called his dad and said, I'm, I'm like, I'm out, man. This is, they're not giving me a fair shot. Well, I don't think he's ever told that story because his dad said, well, his dad was like, uh, no, you're not. He said, you see yeah. things through. <laughs> you say, he said, you practice your ass off all week, see, see what happens. But the problem was is that he barely played in the Rutgers game. That which was the next game, and I don't, I don't, I didn't necessarily remember that, but it, that was the Waltney game that he got hurt. But uh, so he was so frustrated. Well, then of course everybody knows what happened in Louisville. Benera gets hurt, and and uh, he leads us a three overtime win. Although he played fine that game, it was really Slayton that took off that game and yeah. Schmidt. But anyways, I thought it was kind of interesting because it was like basically three times that Rich didn't put him in there <laughs> i mean yeah. and then finally did and then you remember like we never lost a game the rest of that year and we damn nope. well we barely lost a freaking game the next three two and a half years so um and, and then the other thing he talked about was um we talked about a lot but that i thought was uh well they said we're, we have to ask about the pit game no, we don't know what no one likes to talk about it. And he said the whole week was a blur. He's like, you know, he said, looking back, I don't know. We weren't, he goes, I guess you can say we were looking past him. We weren't focused. We had the big head. We were number one in the country. First time ever. The one pole, we were number one. He said it. So it was a lot of stuff. He goes, but honestly, the whole week was a blur. And then when the game started, um, and I do remember he had, dislocated or broke one of his uh, fingers on his throwing hand. And yeah. he, he said he should not even have, unless they just let him run the rest of the game, he shouldn't have even attempted it. And, you know, should just let Jarrett Brown play or whatever. But he said, you know, he was too stubborn, which I get that. And then, of course, he did say, he goes, and who knows, he goes, being in coaching now, I can see the business side. If, if teams were talking to you and all that, he said, the hundred percent there's the distraction going on. I mean, if you're, if you got Michigan talking to you and you're talking about all that, he's like, you're, you're definitely distracted. He's like, I mean, we didn't know it at the time, but clearly if your coach is talking about this under that, he's got stuff going on. Like you can't, you can't be focused. You just can't. So. Right. And the week before we beat a much better UConn team by a hundred, I felt like. Yeah, they were ranked. The UConn team was yeah, ranked. We I mean, like 66 yeah. or something. Oh, my God. They were – Yeah. We just rolled them. I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean, I really don't want to talk about it, but, I mean, I I already booked rooms in uh, New Orleans and everything. That, I don't know if y'all did. But. Well, and, I mean, one example now, nowadays with analytics, that first drive after we pick them off and we get all the way down and it's fourth and goal, nowadays people would just go for it. Yeah, you're right. With that offense, and he kicks field goal, Max, he missed it. Yeah, well, yeah, true. That is true. There's some weird, weird things, but you know, he ultimately he just said there's whatever was going on. There's just no excuse to only for that offense only put up nine points against anyone. I mean, right. Well, they, and really, they. I mean, they, we only put up seven because yeah, well, yeah, that they did. That, that's a good point. So seven. 
And then you, I mean, you look at it when that, and we were probably the best offense in the entire country. I mean, you look at the teams that play Ohio State and LSU, they were not, they were not their traditional, you know, powerhouse that year. And that's who played for the national well, title. Something was going on, like he said, just because if you look at the week before and then look what we did to a good Oklahoma team in the bowl game, oh, yeah. something was going on. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Anyways, I didn't want to recap the whole thing, but it was just interesting because he doesn't give a lot of interviews and it was it was kind of cool to hear his side of it. But um, he's uh, he's coaching down at Campbell University, which I only know that place because it's a, it's a good baseball school. Um, sure. But he's very like spiritual and stuff like that now, and I don't I don't say that to to say like he's you know all about God and all that. I'm just saying like you could just tell he's uh, very in tune, I should say. Um, yeah. So because they were like, we need to get you and Joe Alexander on here just to kind of talk. So, um, <laughs> but yeah, it was uh, it was interesting. And then uh, the Ollie interview, I just we'll talk about this later. But um, he was on there just simply to talk about all the NIL stuff and name, image, and likeness, which we're we need to start talking about more because it's just it's here to stay for sure. It's blowing up. Um, the reason he was on there was uh, if somebody hasn't seen this yet, the they created a trust called the Country Roads Trust. Um, it's 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 kind of hard to explain everything, but essentially W couldn't fall behind on this NIL stuff, so a lot of their boosters stepped up. It's obviously not affiliated with the university, but they put a lot of big alum on the committee, and they're kind of – I mean, so, it's like Jerry West and everybody, right? Yeah, I mean, basically all your big names. I mean, Pat White's on there, Pat McAfee, but then you have, like, the old, those older guys like Jerry West, um, Mike Gandy, and what the cool thing about the committee is those are just supposedly for access to the players that, that are – signed up with Country Roads Trust. The cool thing was, so all these players looking at NIL deals, they're not trying to, like, sign them. They said, we're not for profit. We're not doing that. And we're also not trying to, like, lure players to for exclusive deals. He's like, that's that's absolutely not what we're doing. We're just, he just said, we just didn't want to fall behind. So, one, he said, like, if a guy is playing, like, if Taz wanted to talk to Mike Gansey about the – sort of pros and cons of going to the NBA and trying to go to the NBA. That's that committee. That's what that's for. So I was like, wow, that's, <laughs> I mean, that's awesome. And then of course they're either soliciting deals. And apparently he was saying it's a lot of businesses that wanted to like do this NAL or donate essentially, but they didn't know how to do it. So now they just kind of give them the money. They get the recognition if they want it. And then they find these players um, good matches as far as NIL deals. But a couple of these companies, this is outside of the at Country Roads Trust, we're just straight up killing it. That Toothman Ford, I mean, boys, Oh yeah. I don't know how they're doing it because they're giving these players cars, I assume not giving them and loaning them, which my lawyer brain is about to explode. I'm like, what if they wreck these cars? <laughs> so Yeah, are they leasing them or what? I don't know. I don't have any idea. I've been trying to find out, but obviously they're also paying them which is awesome. I saw a bunch of people on Twitter saying like I'm in South Carolina, but I literally will drive to Grafton now to buy a car from Toothman Ford. And then they were like, well, no, we'll deliver. So like it, there's a, I mean, they're getting benefits here. So, but it's awesome that these, maybe we should these, reach out to them. And yeah. I mean, we could, but get the details. yeah. So, and on that, along those lines, the reason I brought that up is, um, 
I, I, forgive me, but I don't know if it's CEO, CFO, or COO. I know what they all stand for. I just can't remember his title. But of the Country Roads Trust, which is Stephen Ford. Um, let me see here. I forget his title. But anyways, he has agreed to come on our, come on our show and just kind of tell us about the Country Roads Trust and NIL um, and things like that. He's the COO of the Country Roads Trust. So super cool. Um, we didn't get him on. We could have got him on this week, but uh, we were all down. So this is kind of a late night show. So we'll get him on next week. And they are just killing it. I mean, if y'all follow them on Twitter, man, I mean, it's it's they're just blowing up because they're signing all these players. I mean, there was a McDonald's deal today. I don't know if y'all saw with a bunch of uh, all that. The, yeah, bunch of football players. God, oh, Asbury, nice. Asbury, you meant the amount of money we spent at that McDonald's. Just think we had a freaking NIL deal. Or you, I didn't play, but <laughs> <laughs> they would have. They probably would have signed Asbury up back then, just simply because I mean, he was spending like a hundred dollars a week there, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> when, I wonder why all those heels I ran didn't help. <laughs> oh, hey, man. I just got an ESPN alert that uh, Byron Leftwich did not get the Jaguars job. Well, that's going to oh, hurt wow. the NFL considering they're getting sued uh, because Brian Flores, well, for many reasons, but they don't hire black coaches and then they just. They gave it to Doug they, Peterson. They, He's oh, white. Gosh. Oh, well, yeah. But that is shocking. Uh, he, they, he was like a shoe in for that job. I wonder, wonder what happened there. But yeah, I mean, you wonder what happened. Hmm. Interesting. Well, we've talked a lot. Hopefully, uh, people listen and uh, at the thirty minute mark, they don't turn it off. But we've had a couple weeks worth. Where we just haven't had a chance to uh, catch up and get on there. Yeah. We're all our hey, schedules. There was football news yesterday. What's football news? Jared Parker gone. He got his little feelings hurt. He's going yeah. to Notre Dame. Yeah. Well. Not only going to their name, it's taking a. I mean, I don't know what the pay is, but it's, it's a, the position-wise, it's it's down a notch. Correct. Tight ends. Coach. Yeah, I mean, let's face it. You can say you're a co-offense coordinator. Yeah. Graham Harrell's coming in there and he's running that show. Yep. And he should. Yeah. I mean, we've seen what he does as an offense coordinator here for three years. So, sorry, Jared Parker. Not, yeah, we can. And not we can, many people. Uh, yeah, not many people get demoted and then hang around. Yeah, yeah. So I'm not. I, I think, surprised. Although I think Parker, Parker, I guess you could say, fell on the sword because he took the blame. I guess technically for that, sort of. He wasn't the offensive coordinator, so it's not like it's not like he was calling plays and we sucked. But yeah, and we can uh, we can we'll talk more football next time. But um, I think I want to change my prediction. Well, we it definitely isn't going to be a portal quarterback that's starting for us, but. Uh, I, I, boys, I think Nico's. I'm just everything I read, everything I'm doing, I mean, I think he's he's going to, unless Goose is better and beats him out. But I, and now I'm like, okay, Nico is is starting day one. Hey, I don't have a problem with that. I don't. I I, I just because at least if we're not good, I can say, hey, we got a true freshman quarterback. There's always next year. Oh God, Brent. <laughs> Just don't <laughs> but stop finding the silver lining in yeah. W sports. <laughs> Listen, all I got to say is if Asbury, I swear, if we're watching a game and he says our offensive line is young next year, I'm nut punching him. I throw punching him one. That's over now. I would I'll still stand by it for this year, but it's over now. Yeah. I mean, if they, if they do not produce and we can't run the ball and protect the quarterback, Matt Moore's ass needs to be gone as soon as the season's over with. 
Yeah, because the line, like it or not, young or not, there's three players, well, maybe four, that are really high recruits. <laughs> I mean, yes, are extremely high. Now, I think Wyatt's going to do do his thing. I think that projection is absolutely accurate. But regardless, yeah, he's going. He's going to be a first round NFL. Yeah, pick. <laughs> I think so. I think so. Uh, he, but that there's some pretty highly rated players on that line. Like Nestor was a four star. I think Nestor was. Yep. Frazier was a very high three, if I'm not mistaken. And obviously, he's pretty good. But it's almost like you've got individuals. that They've got to figure out something. I mean, go back to the zone read or whatever we used to do. Yeah. <laughs> yep, something's got to give. But, you know, it's, it's about to start spring practice. Yep. All right, boys. Well, let's wrap up because um, we've been I've been talking a lot. So, uh, Netflix, we'll wrap up with that. Um, oh, yeah. I have not ventured. First of all, I should I should preface this with I. It's been a long time since I've watched Ozark because I watched the first season before it got kind of popular. Started the second. Oh. I know I've got to go back and and watch um, the Ozark. So, well, it's like every, Asbury. Have you watched the new season yet? Absolutely. I mean, <laughs> every every season. It's like I don't know why you don't expect it. To end the way it does, but every season ends <laughs> the way that this season ended. And I'm not going to give any spoilers since Fred hasn't watched it, but you just have to watch it, Fred. No, but it was, but it was great. I mean, you talk about that was a like you should have saw it coming, but it was a mind blowing thing. Yes, happened. like I went <laughs> again. Like yeah. that show doesn't make you do that. So, but it was All good. I know my dorky show that I like to watch is The Witcher. I did hear that was pretty I've good. I've been thinking about it. Yeah. I, I mean, it's heard. weird, but I like it. Yeah, I've. Uh, and then, I, I know. I know. Fred said he watched it. Have you, Brent? Did you watch uh, that Archive eighty one? Oh yeah. I have not yet. No. Is it good? Ooh, doggy. Did you watch it, Asbury? I like. Uh, yeah, I did. Did you like it? We we watched we watched the entire season in one evening. It is different. I'll just say that. So very, people, what's it about? Tell me. Oh, it's hard to explain. Oh, it's gosh. it's uh, right, I'll watch it's, but I, it's yeah, and a little bit of horror and just freaky. But you don't you don't think yes. that you Suspenseful, don't freaky. Yeah, but it it's really good and it's based on a podcast, so we can get a movie made off of our podcast. Just so you guys, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I didn't know it was, I didn't know it was based on a podcast. Yeah, off of off of a and not obviously not a true story, but a uh, just a uh, fictional podcast someone did and. Could you imagine Asbury like knowing uh, knowing what you how you watch that? How would the hell would you follow it on a podcast? I mean, it gets confusing at times. I have no clue how you follow <laughs> that on a podcast. I probably yep. want to listen to it now. Yep. Uh, something. Last one that I've watched. What's up? Did, have you all watched the Kevin James movie? Yeah. Sean Payton. Yeah, I watched it. Yeah, it's all right. Kind of cheesy, but yeah, it wasn't bad. Yeah, home team. It's no, called home team. Like yeah, it just popped. Yeah, in the there. Thro- the throwing up scene. Beckham was watching it with me, and he started going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was good. And um, today, something popped on there. I'm I'm really bad about looking at uh, like the what's coming up soon because man, the previews make everything look so good on there. But uh, it's called Murderville, and it's essentially like a spoof on. I mean, it's, it's a comedy on uh like uh kind of like murder mysteries but 
each episode has a celebrity, but they they try to do it as a, a real show, but they just go ahead and it's hard to explain. They don't cut the cameras off. Like the celebrities are laughing, but it's not like a reality <laughs> show. But they right. but they they can't help themselves. So I however they did it, I guess they just said screw it, we'll just keep filming. But every episode's like that. So but um it's it's pretty funny. I watched a couple of them today, waiting on my next court case, which blew up in my face. But anyways. <laughs> One other one I mentioned to y'all last night, um not Netflix related, it's it's just on TV. Uh, I'm trying to think of the name of it now. Uh, something elementary. Oh yeah, you said something I didn't even had even heard of. Abbott Elementary. So yeah. Abbott Elementary. So I hadn't heard of it either, but Jennifer wanted to watch it, and we watched the first two episodes last night. It's shot like The Office, so it's like they do some interviews, like they're doing a documentary, and but then also it's just following these teachers around this like inner city Philadelphia type uh, school, mm-hmm. and it's. It's kind of like a it's a knockoff of the office. It's definitely got its really funny moments. Sometimes it's just kind of really dumb. Yeah. But uh, like I'll, give watch. I'll give it a watch for a little bit to see if I stick with it or not. It's, it's got its funny moments. Hmm. It just makes me miss the office. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go back and watch the office. I've been lately. I was a huge Simpsons fan growing, and not just growing up probably up until like my early twenties. Cause I mean, it's, it was still making it and I hadn't seen it for years and my kids just recently got into it. So I've been on a Simpsons kick lately. Cause I've, I mean, I watch friends and I we watch Seinfeld and I watch the office essentially every day. There's at least one episode I watch. But so now I was like, all right, I'll watch some Simpsons. So that last never time we got into house. Now that last time we were at Crypt house, I noticed that the kids were watching it and we were leaving. Yeah. And so, like, the very next day, I'm flipping channels, and Bailey's sitting on the couch with me, and The Simpsons is on, and I stop it, and we start watching it, and we end up watching, like, four episodes of it. <laughs> and I, I same thing, I haven't watched it in years, and I was like, man, I remember this episode, and this is great. And What's funny is, I, so I mean, I got- we that came out when we were young, and I remember watching it really young, like, third, fourth grade. I mean, I, oh, remember, yeah. I remember going yeah. to school and talking about it. And my daughter, who's in fifth grade, I mean, there's so much on there that she's like, she can't, she doesn't get. I mean, it's, it's like over her head. And it's raunchy and stuff. It's not near as bad as like Family Guy, but still pretty good. But all right, well, we probably lost all of our listeners at this point in the show because it's we're closing down That's on fine. an hour. So yeah, but uh, you know, we'll get, we might gain some. But anyways, let's regroup and uh, hopefully Bubba's um, will be feeling better next week. And uh, we'll do it. We'll predict. We can predict a Super Bowl. It's coming up. So, and also my birthday is next week. So y'all know. Yeah. Yep. Get a free. Uh, Asbury still owes me lunch from last year's birthday. He never gave me. Oh, I don't believe that at all. But if you ever come to Charleston, I'll uh, I'll, I'll buy you lunch. I mean, who makes <laughs> who makes their friend drive to them in Charleston <laughs> for their birthday lunch? <laughs> God. Well, I miss I miss the days when you used to drive to Charleston all the time for work. You don't do it anymore. I know. Nope. I know. All right, he boys. doesn't leave Hurricane. No, not really. All right. Until next time. All right, later. Later. later.
This episode of Mojax brought to you tonight by Gino's Pizza and Spaghetti of South Charleston, home of the $9.99 Big Cheesy, and now featuring the Mojax, a delicious barbecue or buffalo chicken pinwheel. Mm-hmm. 